Hello and welcome to a podcast brought to you by The Religion of Aston Villa. We're a social media account on Twitter and Facebook that wants to get our voices out there and heard, so please join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special podcast episode today. We weren't planning to do it, but with the uh, shock announcement of Watkins in England team, I think this is uh, worth a podcast episode so we can go through the Villa players that got called up and what and who didn't get called up. Yeah, as you say, it is a little unorthodox. Um, however, when we saw Watkins' name on the list, it was pretty much like, yeah, we've got to do another podcast. Um like you say, we did the Spurs preview earlier today. So, little unorthodox to another one. But, yeah, for the England lineup, I think it's worth doing one. So, hopefully, everyone uh, enjoys it. Um, starting off with the shock one, uh, Ollie Watkins. What what you reckon? What do you think? Well, we were obviously talking earlier about who to choose between Target and Con. So, I didn't give Watkins <laughs> a, a second glance. Not that he doesn't deserve it. Um I just thought those other strikers that maybe scored more goals or um, because he is quite versatile up top, he weren't classed as an out-and-out striker, but that might have helped him. Um, yeah, I I really didn't expect him to be in the team. Um, I mean, Tammy's not in there, is he? Um, no. So, who's, who's, you know, so the forwards are Calvin Lewin, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Saka, Saka Sterling and Ollie Watkins. So, yeah, um, to be fair, Tammy didn't need to be in there because as a target man, you've got uh, Calvin Lewin and Harry Kane. So, Ollie Watkins is... I think Ollie Watkins has got brought in for his uh, versatility and he's pure work rate. Like, you can have him as a striker, you can play him off the forward because um, there's a lot of Leeds fans getting a bit salty <laughs> because <laughs> because Bamford didn't get picked. I mean, if you look at the stats, Bamford is having a really good season and as much as I hate him, um, and I do... Um, I Banford, there's no versatility. Banford's just a striker. There's no, you can't push him on, on the wing, like say deep into a second half, and you brought another striker, and you can't do that with Banford. So, yeah. and he hasn't got the speed of what Watkins got. Um, he hasn't got the brain that Watkins has got. So, I'm really, really happy the fact that Watkins has gone in. I'm very surprised. I didn't expect it at all. I'm just really, really happy because. He puts a lot of effort in every single game he plays and it's got him a call-up. Um, hopefully now, because we're coming to these friendlies against San Marino and I'm not too sure the other two games are against, he'll get at least a half just to wear the shirt and just, do you know what I mean? Like the confidence this is going to give him, it's just going to, I think it will affect him in a great way and it'll help Villa because he'll just be on cloud nine now. Yeah, exactly as you said. Um, I said in the Spurs pre it kind of goes on a run. So we're playing San Marino, so I'm hoping he can get a goal. Um, hopefully that obviously kickstarts his uh, Villa goals as well. But as you said, he, he's a different striker to what's been taken. You know, he, he presses from the four, from you know the forward flanks. He can win the ball high up in the pitch. Uh, the ability to take the ball in tacking areas, you know, carries the ball in the opposition box, which 
you know, as you said, I think it's quite banter that Bamford's not gone. And I love seeing the Leeds fans going off. Um, but like you say, he's different. And he's just an, a completely different outtake to what Calvert-Lewin and Kane is. And in fact, I've got some stats, as I said, on Twitter that we have kind of partnered a little with Grassroots Football. Um, and he's given me some stats. And one that stood out the most for me was the... Uh, and out of all the English strikers, he tops that. And if somebody's asked me that before I saw the start, I'd have clearly gone Kane, Calvin Lewin. Um, but no, out of all the English strikers, he won the most aerial duels, which says a lot for how much he, he's just he's just everywhere. Um, and also in tackles, uh, successful pressures, uh, touches in the attacking areas, he's, he tops all those. And out of all the English strikers, he scored 10 goals, as we all know, which is the fourth highest. Um, and you think that's his first year in the Premier League, and within his first season, he's you know got into double figures in the Premier League, and now he's an England international, which it's it, it, it's unbelievable to be honest. I think, as I said, he just deserves it, and those stats you're banging out, it just clearly shows. I mean, ten goals and three assists in his first season, hit the bar seven times, three goals disallowed by VAR, so he could be in the twenties. This is yeah. a guy that, what did he go from Exeter to Brentford to Villa to Ing to England? It's yeah. just like another Jamie Vardy. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a player that yeah, starts from the bottom and he comes up. So I'm just really, really happy for him. And I'm just, uh, as, as I said, I think it's just going to be a massive boost for Villa because going into the Spurs game now, Watkins is going to be buzzing. He will be. And. Like you say, I, it's, I'm kind of glad in a way as well that it's, it is someone like San Marino, um, where everyone's, you know, they're being too disrespectful to San Marino. You know, anybody scored against San Marino in that team, um, you know, you've, if any, cause you know, they're not the best, let's be honest. Um, so you'd fancy your chances. And it, it's just, it's just brilliant news. It's just superb news. And like I say, from everybody that was talking about England, like, you know, your Mings, your Jacks, your Cons, your targets, we forgot about Watkins because I don't think none of us expected it. Um, not because of how poor he's been. It's just with the options up there, you know, like Calvin Lewin having a very good season. You know, Bamford's having a good season. Um, I know, obviously, Kane as well. So it's quite a nice little shock and yeah it's it's just good news and like I say that 28 million we paid now for an England international yet again like we did with Mings um, it's going to look like a snip now which is always good to see as well It'll be interesting as well if there was any add-ons with Brentford regarding international yeah. appearances Yeah. Um, because there was a lot of add-ons weren't there when we got Watkins um, it'll be interesting to see if an England match call-up was uh, part of that deal? Yeah. Um. Uh, what was it? Was it like twenty eight million plus add-ons when it because it rise to like thirty three million? I think. It yeah. Was. So you're probably going to assume it's going to be goals and England call ups in that because I'm sure Mings had one as well. That was England call up. Um. So obviously, I don't think no one expected it this early, but it's still a good. It's a good thing, and it? it's it's good for us because you know if. When Jack's back fit, um, I don't know we're going to talk about him shortly. Um, you know, we're hopefully seeing you know a Watkins and Jack team up, which will be sensational. 
from a you know pouring on my St George's flag, taking off the claret. Um, it's exciting. Oh, it is like this is fairy tale. So you're telling me now that Watkins could force himself in the World Cup squad. No, is it World Cup or, or Euros? Yeah, so my mind went completely blank then. So Watkins is somehow playing Brentford last season and now he's forcing his way into the Euro team. It's a bit like, what is going on? Um, and it's all down to hard It's all down to hard work. I don't care what anyone says. Look, he's not been given any, anything on a silver platter. Um, he had to work his arse off in the Championship with Brentford. Missed out um, on... In the playoffs, did he miss yeah, out in the playoffs? Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, after having an amazing season, he got brought Villa in big money. He's not sort of think, oh, he's got his big boy move now, we can just chill. He's pushed himself. I think Dean, I think Dean Smith's the right manager for him to have. And he's got the best out of him. And it's just I just I feel a bit bad now that we didn't even mention him in the previous podcast regarding an England call up, but because he's not scored for a few games. You didn't think he, you know, you maybe looked that he might he might be overlooked, but um, I'm just really really happy for him, and I'm, I'm surprised as everyone else. But like uh, Ming said in his Instagram post, he's one of the most hardworking players that Mings has worked with, and you can see on the pitch. Yeah, you can. You can see how much he. I mean, one thing we can always say about um, Watkins is when he's not scoring, you know, he's still going to graft and give it that hundred and. 110% that, you know, and you don't, to be fair, we're kind of lucky in that sense because there's a lot of strikers when they're not scoring, they're not, you know, they're not contributing. But even when he's not scoring, um, he's still contributing in that de- uh, defensive shape. And I know we always rave about the back four and, you know, with the amount of clean sheets, but Ollie Watkins is a big part of that because he, he does it from the front. You know, he does the defensive work straight from, you know, if the keeper passes it out to a defender, you know as well as I do and every other fan does, Ollie's going to be pressing them down, which can cause, you know, their game chan- their game plan to change or, you know, for them to miskick it, which, you know, starts a counter. It's just all the little things like that that we kind of miss and we kind of take for granted in a way um, when we talk about clean sheets. is it, it's Ollie's a big part of that just as much as Mings, Conza and Martinez. No, a hundred percent. He's he's earned it. I just really hope he enjoys it. If even if he just goes to the training camp and gets one half against a team, it's yeah. a cap. It's the experience. He's had the taste and he knows what to work for. Do, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I just want him to at least get a half of of a game. I don't even expect him to play full ninety. Just give him a half. Just give him a bit of a taste. Give him that cap. And like I said, he's just going to me buzzing while playing for Villa with uh, that. So I'm just really, really happy with it. Um, and obviously, there was another caller <laughs> was. Um, that has been overshadowed by <laughs> Watkins. It's like everyone expected Mings, but no one expected Watkins. Um, I think we all knew that Mings would go in there. He's probably the best left-footed centre-back yeah. that England have got. So it sounds really, really bad. It takes nothing away that Mings doesn't, isn't as good as a call-up as Watkins, but when you're probably one of, if not the best left-footed centre-back, English centre-back, you're going to get picked. So I think we, I think we both knew that Mings was going to get picked. Yeah, as you say, the, the fact that he's, he, like I said, he's not taken away what he's done this season because he has been an animal at the back. Um, 
but the fact that he's left-footed kind of gives him an edge over a lot of English centre-halves, um, especially with, um, like I know he's obviously, he's already been called up for England before, he's played left-back for England at points, um, so even though we know he's not a left-back now, but he, he has been pushed there. Um, like I say, he's left-footed, which is a main, main reason why he's got the call-up, but obviously not trying to take away from him because he has been an absolute animal this season and yeah I'm, I'm 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 happy for him you know like you said again you know we talk about watkins at brentford and i'm sure he went on loan to western supermare you know you look at mings like he come from ipswich then bournemouth couldn't get a game through injury playing reserve football and they you know a few years on from his loan from us he's now in england regular you know it's just a sh- and obviously when we paid that 20 million we was all happy to get him, but we all thought, you know, that's, you know, 20 million, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of money that is, you know what I mean? And looking back now, you, you could argue that he's doubled in price if you think Maguire's went for what he went for. Um, so you could easily think, you know, that we're starting to build a proper, proper England, in well, not just an England international side, but, you know, just a worldwide one. Yeah. Um, well, our back four, in my opinion, is... One of the best English back fours yeah. the Premier League scene. But um, if you look at the other centre backs, you've got Connor Cody from Wolves. I rate him a lot. I think he's a very good centre, a very good centre back. So I agree with him. Um, and then Maguire, Southgate loves him. I don't understand why, but so you've got Maguire. Then Stones. Stones has been probably the best English centre back this season um, for clean sheets and goals. Like. Stones has been amazing and obviously Tyro Mings has been a massive factor in the 15 clean sheets I think he's only missed one of the games that we had the keen clean sheets and that's when he got sent off yeah um, so fully deserved by Mings um, and hopefully he comes back without an England uh, hangover like he normally does but um, yeah. it's good as well that there's two guys in there so Mings can obviously help Watkins settle in a bit Um I mean, I don't want to rush over from Mings, but um, obviously everyone expects Mings to be in there because he's, you know, he's been a very good this season. So expect that. We just wanted his partner, Konza, to be in it. Yeah, that one. Um, like I said, I did a poll after the Spurs preview saying who deserves it more. Um, I'm not going to re- re- reveal the results, but it's kind of a landslide at the moment. I'm not going to say which way it's going. Um, but Konza has been. Rolls Royce for me, and for me, he's been the better out of the two. Um, like I said earlier, he's got Mings out of trouble far more than Mings has got Conza out of trouble. Um, they work well as a partnership, you know. Don't get me wrong that I'm trying to slag off Mings or not, but the fact that he's been left out um, baffles me, especially when Eric Deer got put in and he's been a sub, unused sub at that for I think what five games for Spurs, something like that. And he got picked above Konza. And as she said, what, 14 clean sheets? And he's been a mega, mega part of that reason. Um, and he got missed out. And that, that shocked me, to be fair, because I, I thought that was a bit harsh. For having 15 clean sheets or 14 clean sheets, um, the rave reviews that Konza's getting, I was just shocked he didn't. I mean, the only reason I can think that Eric Dyer has got played above him is purely because he can get played at defensive mid as well. But when you've got 
you've got Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice yeah. for defensive mid. Um, and maybe James Ward-Prowse. But um, you've got them. So, I, to me, Eric Dyer is a pointless pick. And people may think um, it's sour grapes because um, they didn't beat Kwanzaa. But apart from Stones and possibly Maguire, who's a better centre-back? Like, in my opinion, Kwanzaa's better than yeah. Mings. It's just he hasn't been picked. It's just mental, isn't it? So, but I'm, it's just not his time. I think he will get picked. Um, Konza just needs to finish this season strong and he'll be in there for next season. Missing this load of matches might damper his chances to sneak into the Euro tournament, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame, but Konza's still quite young. He's got a lot to learn and he's probably seen Watkins go in the team and he's thinking that's going to be me next. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think it'll dampen him that much because our coaching team are quite well team management and stuff but it it, it is a massive shame um, and then you think is Connor Cody better than Conza no no so it's one of them that, and that's nothing against Connor Cody I think Cody's a really good centre back but I think Cody's a right footed sure Cody's right footed so I don't understand why he got picked out of Conza but again it is it is what it is um, yeah if you said to me at the start of the season Konza will be in the England team. I would have said no, because we didn't know he would come this good, this quick. Do you know what I mean? He was bought for the future. So, it is a massive disappointment, but I've got no worries that he'll be in the England team soon. Yeah, me neither. I think he'll be there. Um, it, like you said, we've got a very, very good English back four. Um Spoke about before, but the Arsenal back four never had the opportunity to play together when they were smashing it. Um, so hopefully we don't make the same mistake. As I said, I don't think they're as as good as you know Adams and Dixon and such. But um, it would just be nice to see it together, um, especially when you think uh, a defensive unit and that keyword unit being a main reason behind keeping goals out. You surely think. Gold waistcoat would think about it, and um, he would think, yeah. you know, they play together week in, week out, they're all English. You think, okay, maybe I'm being a bit biased, and maybe it's too soon for cash, and as you say, a bit soon for Conza, but you'd like to see it in the future. But as you said, um, it, it's a shame. But going on to another one that missed out, um, is Target. So, what do you think about Target missing? Um, well, when we did the podcast earlier and you were like, would you rather have a cap go to? I said Conza over Target. But that was nothing against yeah. Target. Um, I just wanted to think Conza just edged it. Um, if I'm looking at the left-backs in the team, you've got Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell. Okay, they're the two players. That he's got a budge. Target's played all 14 matches where they've where we've got clean sheets. So I've not done the Parrinson, but... I know that Luke Shaw is getting rave reviews at the moment, so I'm not going to moan about him. But Ben Chilwell, I'm sure he's not played... He didn't play a lot of Chelsea's games at the start. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if, he, if he's just in it because he's playing good in the last few games and he's probably the most paid left-back you will ever see. He's on a stupid amount of money. They paid a stupid amount for him and he plays for England in general, in general. So I think it's a bit harder for Target to get into the team than it is for... Say Konza, because Konza just got a shift, maybe Cody or 
Dyer, but Target's got a shift. Luke Shaw, that's in great form now. I'm not going to moan about him. He's doing really, really good. But Ben Chilwell's done nothing to say to me. Like, he's he should be in front of Target, but it sounds bad. If you get lucky with injuries or displays, you could get picked ahead. Um, just unfortunately, Target's had it's got more competition than cons and cons are. I'm a bit good for Target because I think he's producing what he needs to. Um, yeah, it's just a real shame for him. But like Konza, I think his time will come because Target's quite young as well, I think, still. Yeah, it is a shame. And I agree. For me, like I said, he's going to send up with being biased, you know, on a Villa podcast talking about Villa players. But Target, for me, has been better than Chilwell. Um, I was one of his biggest critics last season. Um, you know, I've always said that. He always kind of duped out to the big games. But, he, he you know, I'm big admirer of his now, you know, as uh, fickle as fans can be. Um, and he's, he's improved a lot and I'd love to see him in it. The only thing that I would say maybe that I'm kind of holding hope why maybe he didn't get called up. Although I still think Chilwell and Shaw will both be going um, to the Euros. I think they both will be. I think that's where it'd be personally. Um, because yeah, yeah, he's playing a major part. Although, as you say, Shaw's had a bit of a resurgence this season, well, since he's come back. Um, he's made because Jack is not included in the team. And we all know the target and Jack link up has been very good. So the only thing I can think of is maybe Jack not being there might be a reason why Southgate, old waistcoat, thought against it. So, as yeah, that's the only thing I think of. But as I've mentioned him, um, yeah, Jack's not there. So for me, it wasn't a big shock. Uh, what about for you? I didn't expect him to be nowhere near it. He's not played for us for the past how many weeks. Did not expect him to, to be in the England camp whatsoever. Um, I don't know why people are surprised. Facebook and Twitter, people are going nuts. Why isn't Jack in it? Oh, why is so-and-so been picked instead of Jack? And I'm thinking, Jack was never going to get, get was never going to get in, in, in his team. He's not match fit. He's not played for how many weeks. I, it's a, yeah, it's not a surprise at all. And I'm sort of happy that he hasn't. Because say if he's close to a comeback and then England take him and then that messes his rehab up, if I'm, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm sort of glad he, he hasn't gone. I think we all know he's going to be on the plane. Yeah, I that's what I thought. I don't want him playing three games in a week with internationals and stuff coming up. And, you know, with that, I'm kind of selfishly pleased in a way um, because... Uh, we need him back to Villa. You know, uh, uh, for me, Villa is above England International, personally. Um, so, if I can, you know, Jack for England or Jack for Villa, there's no question where I want him to be. Um, so, I am selfishly pleased. Um, you know, and the only thing I'm going to expect now is the Villa announcement of a minor setback that I'm expecting now. That is not in the England team. The way Villa do it, you know, them just close book when it comes to injuries. So I'm kind of expecting that he's had a setback now with this England announcement. Um, I hope I hope yeah, it's I not agree. a setback. I hope <laughs> they just didn't pick him because um, they didn't want to risk him. But these three matches coming up are pointless games for someone that we already know that's on that's on the plane. Because to me, you've got players like John Stones. He doesn't even need to play these three games. I think we all know that he's in the team. Um, Harry Kane didn't doesn't have to play these three games. We all know that he's in the team. He's a bloody captain, and he like yeah. Rashford, Sterling, 
Um, Foden, in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Players like that, that we all know that are going to be on, on the plane. And I think Jack's in that list of players. He doesn't need to do this. He's been one of the best attacking England players this season. He just needs to finish the season how he started and he's going to be there. So I don't think this will dampen his chances. Um, it just gives someone else a chance to get an England cap in my in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like you say, I think he, I think he's going to be one of the names taken, you know, um, regardless. Um, like you say, it's it's pretty much for the Watkins of the world, um, probably Lingards as well, um, to kind of show their worth to the old waistcoat. Um, to <laughs> I love that name for him. <laughs> um, just. Um, just, just, you know, for them to put their stamp and marker on, you know, I fit into this. Um, I do think, unless Watkins has an absolute blinder for England and probably the second half of the season, I personally not sure he will go. I think Mings is a dead cert. Jack's a dead cert, personally. Um, Watkins is the one that I, I wouldn't say I'm worried, but that's when I think. Out of all the Villa players that potentially could go, um, the one that might just lose his place. Yeah, I think it all comes down. I think with tournaments, it all comes down to luck. Yeah. Someone could just have an injury. Do you know what I mean? It comes all down to luck. Um, Just one more player. He didn't get called up, but no one expected it because he's just coming back from injury. But if Cash hadn't had his injury, I think he would have had a call up because I think he's better than Rhys James. So I think Cash would have been in the squad. Yeah, um, I I agree to an extent. Um, I I don't. I think Reece James is pretty raw as a talent. The Trippier one, I don't get. I I I don't understand that one. That that one. Yeah. Would you rather have Trippier, who's getting a bit old and he doesn't bring that much to what he used to, or an up and coming Cash? Do you, do you know what I mean? And the same with Kyle Walker. Like it's there. He's getting on a bit. So. In my opinion, when Cash is fit, I think he can force himself into this team. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, Walker and Trippier wouldn't be going. Um, I think I think it's a bit harsh on Wan Bissaka. I thought he's he's a very good fullback. Yeah, true. Actually, so yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, if I saw Cash, Wan Bissaka, and Reese James, that just said the future. That's fullbacks done. You know, uh, on the right side, um, but. I don't understand how Walker... Okay, I know Walker's plays for City and, you know, they're smashing the league. Um, But, you know, it's not like Man United are a a million, you know, positions away, you know, the the direct below, you know, below them. From the last time I last checked, I'm sure they're still second. Um, So it's a bit... I think it's harsh on Wan-Bissaka. Yeah, okay, like you said, Cash is definitely... For me, the whole of the Villa back four could get into the England team. Um, I don't ever expect it, mind you, but like I say, the, when you look at Carl Walker, Trippier, you'd think Cash could get in front of them. Well, yeah, and to be fair, they've even dropped, um, I'm surprised by this actually, yeah. Trent Alexandra, they've not him. put him in. They've. Um, I mean, I can see why, because compared to last season, his season's been absolutely dire. Um, but I just didn't think we'd ever drop him. Um, and then why would you drop him and then put Trippier? Like you said, I'm surprised that Wan-Pissaka isn't in there because he's played very good. Um, 
So surely you wouldn't pick Trippier or Walker and just put one Pesaka in it. Maybe drop Trippier and put one Pesaka in it. But what do we know? I don't own a waistcoat, so um, I'm not in charge of that. I'm not in charge of uh, that. Uh, just before I go, we're just going to do an overview of what we think. So let's quickly do the goalkeepers and we'll just get through it. So they've said Dean Henderson, Sam Johnson and Nick Pope. What uh, do you reckon? I'm happy with that. And obviously Johnson being an ex-Loney of Villa, um, I thought he deserved it. I know Albin are not the best, but when you see how many saves he's made, I thought he deserves it. I'm not a big fan of Pickford, if I'm honest. I know he's got an injury, that's why he's out. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. And like you say, got two youthful keepers in Henderson. Yeah, I think Johnson's deserved his call-up. Nick Pope's getting on with it, and that's fine. Uh, Dean Henderson's not taking the season by storm as yeah. what we thought he would. Um, I think fighting with De Gea isn't really helping stuff. He needs to be a number one regardless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they keep altering him and De Gea, I don't think it's, help- it's, um, it's helping things. So in my opinion, Dean Henderson needs to be the out-and-out number one. And Yeah. yeah. But... I think he'll do a good job. It just annoys me that Johnson and Nick Pope are there, but they play for teams that are near the bottom of the league. That's the only thing that concerns me. Yeah. Um, but oh. it is what it is. And then we know that Pickford's yeah. going to be number one when he comes back from, in, from just injury. Just so. um, keepers. I don't know. It's a bit off topic, but he's on topic. Um, I've seen an article today about Martinez being linked to playing behind oh. United and... He left Arsenal because he didn't want to be a number two. So I don't know why people think he'll join Man United to be a number two. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to um, bring that up when we're talking about keepers and obviously Dean Henderson. There's no way he's going to leave to be a number two anywhere, in my opinion. So just thought I'd quickly put that in. <laughs> no, I did see that. I didn't even share it on Facebook. That's from the Daily Sport or something. I saw it and I thought, yeah, of course he's going to leave us. And be a number two yeah. at United. Um, all right, defenders. We've got Chiwell, Cody, Dyer, James, Maguire, Mings, Shaw, Jones, Trippier and Walker. Um, we've obviously already considered concerns about Walker and Trippier. They're both solid right-backs, but I think their times came. Stones, one of the best centre-backs this season. Luke Shaw, earned, he's earned his place, so well done to him. Mings, 14 clean sheets, you can't moan. Harry Maguire... He's playing okay. I just think he's there because yeah. he's Maguire. Do you know what I mean? I think he's he's made some right poor things and somehow he's there. Reese James, he's getting there. In my opinion, Cash is better, but fair play for Reese to get there. Eric Dyer, a waste of a pick, in my opinion. Um, Cody, he's earned his place. And Chilwell, a solid left back. Um, maybe it was 50-50 for him and Target. Yeah, Chilwell for me doesn't deserve to be there at the moment. Cody... He's okay. Yeah, he's been he's been decent, but yeah, I still think there's a question mark for me on him. Dyer, waste of a pick, as you said. Reese James, I haven't got a problem with it. You know, I ain't got a problem with picking youth, so I'm happy with that. Uh, Maguire, the old old rig. Um, like you say, he's there because of who he is and who he plays for. That that's pretty much it. No other reason. His talent is just not for yeah. me. Mings, as you said, clean sheets are behind him and he's a big voice for us. So I think he could be a big voice for England. Luke Shaw's resurgence deserves it. Uh, Stone's actually become, well, reaching his potential as everyone thought he would be. Already there, but he's getting there now and he's, he deserves that. Trippier and Walker, yeah, not not for me. Neither should be there. 
Uh, moving on to midfielders, we have Jude Bellingham, uh, Phil Foden, Jesse Lingard, Mousin Mount, <laughs> aka Southgate's Love Child, um, Calvin Phillips, uh, Declan Rice, and James Ward Prowse. Uh, start with Ward Prowse. Uh, I'm quite happy with that. I'm a big fan of his, and we know if a free kick comes up, we've got every chance like Beckham used to be on the pitch, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Declan Rice. <sighs> Yeah, he's he's got a good future ahead of him. But for me, I, I'm still not 100%. I think he's a little overrated, in my opinion. I'm not trying to say he's poor, but I, yeah, just the way they talk about him, like he's going to be the next Gattuso or something. So, you know, time will tell on that. Calvin Phillips, uh, not that been impressed with him this season, if I'm honest. Not because I'm, I hate Leeds or anything like that, although I do. But um, yeah, I, I think, again, I think he's a bit overhyped, in my opinion. Uh, Mason Mount, the old waistcoat junior. Uh, yeah, he, he, to be fair, you can't really knock him. He, and I know there was a lot of Mount versus Jack talk, but Mount's been one of the Chelsea best players, so I can't really moan at that. Lingard, I would have never dreamed of it before his West Ham loan, but he has been phenomenal for West Ham. Foden, what, what can you say? He's just a wonder kid. He's going to be very, very special if he keeps going. And Jude Bellingham, um, I'm not that shocked because he's been one of Dortmund's best players. And to be fair, for how much people rave about Sancho, who isn't in the team, uh, Bellingham's been the better player for Dortmund. Yeah, I agree. I think Bellingham, as much as I don't watch German football, I clearly get all the information about him off Twitter and Facebook because I don't really watch German football. Um, I think I need to see more of Bellingham to make an opinion because when people are going nuts over him when he played for Blues, yeah, I, I didn't see him. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? I need to see more of him. So, hopefully these games can show him. I'm not one of these Villa fans that won't give him a chance because he's a Blues, um, ex-Blues player. If he's English, I mean, if he plays for England, I'm going to you know, obviously give him the benefit of the doubt. So, hopefully he takes his chance. Uh, Foden, Literally one of the best uh, midfielders this season, by far. The kid's unreal. Lingard, like Jamie said, um, he was awful. I don't think he got an assist or a goal for about a year. He went to West Ham and it's changed his career around, so fair play to him. Mason Mount, as much as we hate to say this, yeah. he's having a really good season. So I'm glad to see him. Calvin Phillips, um, I'm a bit disappointed in him, if I'm going to be honest. Like you said, he just hasn't really done it. Um, it's a shame because the potential's there, but I don't think he's a bad player. I just think um, he just hasn't had uh, hasn't had as much yeah, good games that. as we thought Cover. he would have. But players go through sticky pay, uh, patches. I don't mean he's a bad player. Um, Declan Rice. Um, I'm not going to say he's overrated. I mean, look where West Ham are. So he's doing something right. Um, again, I just need to see more of him. Um, I'm just sick of him being constantly linked to Chelsea. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, but yeah, again, I think he's earned his right to be there as defensive yeah, midfielders. Who else have we point. got? Yeah. No one really. So I think Rice will do a good job. Jimmy Ward-Prowse, you have a free kick and it's him. It's a, it's a, it's a shame football's not like American <laughs> football when there's a, they can do like a specialist, take, a specialist taker. But um, yeah, James Ward-Prowse is obviously... Um, yeah, a nice he's, little he's, player, isn't he? So, uh, forwards Dominic Calvin Lewin, Harry Kane, Marcus, 
Rashford, uh, Bukia Saka, uh, I think I've said that right, Raheem Sterling and Ollie Watkins, a.k.a. God. Um, uh, so Calvin forwards, I think them. no one would be shocked to see him in there. He's having a stormer of a season. You know, you can't take it away from him. Kane is, well, Kane. You know, you don't really say much more than that. Um, Rashford, uh, yeah, I think he's having, he's, he's having an okay season. I don't think he's setting the world on fire. Personally, for me, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just, I'm expecting more of him from each season, if that makes sense. But for me, he's kind of leveled out a little bit. Not not that it's a bad thing. He's still doing very well. But yeah, just like at one point, he was going to be the next best thing. And a bit like how Greenwood is at the moment, where you think people think he's going to be phenomenal. So I'd like to see a bit more of him. Saka's been unbelievable um, for Arsenal. Um, so I can't really knock him. He, he deserves his, deserved what he's got. Sterling. Yeah, I think he's a bit he's a bit hit and miss for me, Sterling. Um, I preferred, would have liked to have seen Sancho above him, but I know, I'm sure Sancho's having a bit of a poor season um, at Dortmund. So I can see why Sterling's there. And Ollie Watkins, for me, I am shocked he's got there. And I'm going to say in a little bias, and that, you know, he deserves his call up because he does from what he's done. But yeah, he's still a bit, still a bit in shock about that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still in shock. It's. I was on Twitter at two o'clock and I was refreshing, um, and I'm like, because I was convinced that Conza would be in the team, and then Villa tweeted literally dead on two o'clock, and I'm like, <gasps> and it was Ollie Watkins. <laughs> I'm thinking, what is going on? Um, Dominic Calvin Lewin. To me, he's just a younger version of Kane. He's turning out to be a really good striker at the moment. Um, I'm surprised because he's done nothing since he's yeah. broke from the Everton team, if you know what I mean. He'll score a few goals here, 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 here and there, but he won't really do it. But fair play, he's having a really good season and he's playing his way into the Euros. So, you know, well done to him. Harry Kane, he's the captain, isn't he? So, and he's still the best striker in the league. His goals and assists say it. Marcus Rashford, like you said, he's not had a season like he has the past few, but I still think he's good enough to lead the line. Um, if you say to me he's going to start in the Euros, no, I would not be no. concerned. I'll be like, yeah, okay, it's fine. I'll I'll just be like, yeah, fine. Uh, Saka, this Asai. didn't know much about yeah, him until class. this season, and he's smashing it. So again, he's one of these players that deserve it. He's worked hard. It's it's just another one one of these. You play good and you get called up. That's the bottom line, and he smashed it. So fair play because there's a lot of good players that play for Arsenal. So he's done very good to get there. Raheem Sterling, he's not had the best of seasons, but he's top of the league and he's still involved in, I don't know how many competitions. And you know what Sterling can do. So again, if you said to me, I don't know, Kane, Sterling and Rashford are our front three of the Euros, I'll be happy with that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I ain't going to mind. So fair play to Sterling. And Watkins, again, Surprised but happy over the moon for him. I just really hope he gets game time. I just don't want him to go on this free game training camp and not do anything. So, hope he gets some games. But yeah, so that's the rundown of the squad. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast. It was only supposed to be a uh, a short one, and uh, to be fair, we've gone <laughs> we've gone a lot longer than we thought we would have. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it, and um, yeah. And our next podcast will be the 
reaction to the Spurs game. I've already said that on our last podcast, but no, our next podcast will be yeah, definitely. The Spurs Unless game. there's some magical like news that comes out in between, uh, that's like really like godlike that we have to talk about it. Otherwise, yeah, it, it will be. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, thanks very much for listening. And thanks, guys. We'll see you Bye. soon. Up the villa.